So this year in 2022, as we are working on what's possible, there are a couple of words that I am working to actually take out of my vocabulary. And I would encourage you to take a look at them and see if they're words that you also would like to eliminate. It's four words right now. Uh, and those words are need, should, try, and sorry. Now let's dig into each one of them and see why they really don't have much of a place in our vocabulary moving forward. When we think about what we truly, actually, really and completely need, those are very foundational things. It's food, shelter, safety. Those are what we need. But so often we actually use the word, I need this to pertain to things that aren't actually needs. They're wants, they're desires, they're things that we would like to have. And I would encourage you to take a look at how you're using that word need. Are you using it to actually apply to things that are necessities in your life? Or are you using it as a filler for things that aren't actually core necessities? The word when used for things that are not needs but are wants really promotes the thought process of scarcity. It makes us think subconsciously about things that we don't have, that we strongly desire. And as a result of that, you're putting in place the wrong mindset with regard to the things that you actually want or would like. So by reframing the way that you use the word need and instead saying things like, I would really like that. It would be in my best interest if this occurred. I want this. This would make my life nicer, easier. By using your vocabulary in a way that actually aligns with what it is that you are trying to attract and bring into your reality, you get better results. And you don't focus on the things that you don't have. Saying I need something makes it seem like what you have already is not enough. And again, I'm only talking about the things that are not true necessities to our general life and well-being. See how changing your vocabulary and replacing the word need with something more positive makes a difference for you. Okay, should. Whew, that's a big word that we use all the time to indicate things that we think we ought to do. Uh, when in reality, that makes us feel guilty and ashamed that we haven't done those things. Oh gosh, I should go to the gym. I really should get up earlier. Ugh, I really should call someone back or I should go into the office and get work done today on a Saturday. Uh, but I really don't want to. All that does is make us feel guilty and ashamed for what we have not yet done. Instead, I'm working to replace the word should with, I get to. I get to go to the gym because I love myself and I get to work out, which is going to help me to feel better. Or 
get to go to the office to do a few things because that's gonna help me move ahead in the way that I want to. Or I have the opportunity to have a conversation that maybe I've been putting off. By replacing the word should with something more positive that is not incurring guilt and shame for our lack of actions, we actually make it a lot easier to reframe our own mindset and to make it easier to do the things that maybe we have been procrastinating. I am someone who is very good at procrastinating because I know exactly how long things will take me and things will always take as much time as I give them. And so I oftentimes just put things off. Uh, but in reality, when I actually started taking account of that, and taking a look at what was I subconsciously procrastinating versus what was I intently saying, I don't need to do that yet. I profoundly adjusted how I accomplish the things on my to-do list, how I progress throughout the workday, and how I actually feel at the end of the day with all of the things that I have accomplished without feeling that lingering guilt that, oh, I didn't get something done yet. Well, I didn't get something done yet because it wasn't yet the right time to do that. And if we trust ourselves to progress through our workload, through our day, through our life, knowing that we are acting in our own best interest, well then why do we need to tell ourselves, oh gosh, I should have done something? No, that wasn't right for you at that time. There is no should. I would highly recommend removing it from your vocabulary. As Yoda said, there is no try, do. This year I am working to remove the usage of the word try from my vocabulary. And the reason for that is it automatically grants us an out. Well, I tried that, meh, wasn't for me. Now I'm the first to say that you should attempt new activities, try, do a trial of them, right? But after the first time, after you've seen it, after you've you know decided if it is or is not for you, at that point, by saying, I'm trying this, all you're doing is saying, I'm really never gonna actually accomplish that. I've been trying to learn Spanish for way too many years. And this year I said, nope, I am learning Spanish and I'm going to be fluent in Spanish. Done. Okay, well, guess what? Then now I don't have an out. Now I actually am writing my to-do list in Espanol y practicar Espanol con mi perro. Uh, you know, I'm talking with my dog in Spanish all day long. Uh, I'm no longer giving myself an out subconsciously. And so I would really encourage you to see how you use the word try in your everyday vocabulary and how that actually off, lets you off the hook for the activities that maybe you really do want to be doing. Now, it's also a good indicator of what maybe you really don't care that much about, that you actually are not putting in place the effort to make a difference. I'm trying to lose weight. Are you? Are you losing weight or are you not losing weight? Are you getting healthier or are you not getting healthier? Are you gonna get a promotion and work towards it or not? 
take out the word try, do make it happen because what's possible? Everything. You just have to go for it. The final word I highly recommend removing from your vocabulary is the word sorry. And I counsel clients on this all the time. Uh, I am by no means saying don't apologize for behavior that needs an apology, but far too often we say I'm sorry for things that we are not genuinely and authentically apologizing for. Oops, sorry, didn't mean to do that. Uh, like it's not a positive type of interaction or exchange. If you have truly done something that is worth an apology, then say so. I apologize for this behavior. Or if, for example, you're late to a meeting or you were delayed getting something done or whatever it might be, flip it around. Appreciate and say thank you to someone for waiting for you or for holding the door open for you or for moving out of your way. Or, you know, hey, oh gosh, I bumped into someone. Instead of, I'm sorry, excuse me, pardon me. Saying thank you and being genuine with the actual times when we are looking to apologize goes a long way. Makes a difference in how we are interacting with others and our authenticity of how we're showing up each day. So much of the time when we over apologize, over say, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. What are you sorry for? Did you really do something that was wrong? Did you do something that was incorrect? Did you do something that actually justifies saying, I'm sorry? No, most of the time that is a conditioned response oftentimes derived in trauma where we don't think there is validity for us showing up in the world. And so we are over apologizing just for our existence. I counsel so many team members on this specific thought process. Don't apologize just for being you. Don't apologize for anything in the workplace that isn't something that you did wrong. Stop saying, I'm sorry. Genuinely apologize if it's warranted. Otherwise, just keep being you. <laughs>